Well, hi, and welcome to Better Than New, the podcast to help you find a cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you'll love. I'm your host, Gary Crenshaw, and today I want to talk about the top 10 episodes from 2023. But before I do that, if I sound a little funny, it's because I have had COVID. (laughs) I've never had it before. This is the first time. So um, I've been down for the count for a little bit. I've also been trying to finish that Audi project that I've told you about in a couple of episodes where I've replaced all the gaskets in the engine that were leaking oil or coolant or whatever. I'm just about done with that. I've got the car back together. It it ran. It actually ran for a few days. I drove it. I kept putting a few more miles on it every day and kind of testing it. And then my wife drove it, and of course, it broke down on her. So, I mean, it didn't die completely, but it's got a misfire and some other issues. So, I'm trying to troubleshoot that, and it's literally the gift that keeps on giving. Giving me fits, anyway. I'll tell you about that in a future episode, how that all turns out. I was hoping to do that sooner and say, I finished it, and it's great. But no, I've been doing it for four months. And, you know, if you've got a DIY, a do-it-yourself project that goes from end of summer into literally 2024 now, yeah, people are going to hate you. You're going to hate yourself. Your wife's going to hate you. Your husband, if you've just switched around. Uh, or anybody who's counting on that wants to drive that car, they're not going to like you. So be prepared for that. Trust me, I know. Anyway, uh, today's show, we're going to talk about the top 10 better than new episodes from 2023 based on downloads. So this is the stuff that you love. So hop in, buckle up, and let's go for a drive. I love this time of year because I love to look back and see what listeners were most interested in. What were the subjects? What were the topics? What were the cars and trucks and SUVs that you liked the most? And the best way to do that is just to check and see how many times an episode was downloaded. So I can look between, you know, January 1st of 2023 and, you know, today's current date. And then, boom, there it is. There's the number. I can see the top 10. I can see the the top 80 or so episodes. And not a lot of big surprises here. Some stuff that... uh, I would expect. Um, One that I'm actually kind of happy showed up there. Actually, three from a particular uh, series that I did. Uh, So we'll jump into those. And there is actually one that is not a car or a truck or an SUV. It's actually about a repair, a type of repair that you can do that will save you money if you get into an accident where you get a dent or something like that. In fact, that's our number 10 that we're going to start with. So let's hop into that right now. Okay, so number 10 is paintless dent repair can save you money and time when you get a dent in your car. And this is an episode from June 30th of 2023. I did an interview with Ryan Snyder, who is a PDR or paintless dent removal specialist here in the Seattle area. So he's nearby and I've used Ryan before on my own cars. He does a great job. And we talked about the process of removing dents from people's car and when you would want to use a dent repair specialist. And the answer really is anytime you get a dent. If you get a dent in your car, even if it's one you think, oh, that's that's too big, that's not going to come out, they won't be able to fix that. You would be surprised what they can fix, what a really good PDR specialist can remove from your car. So if you get a dent, if you get into a fender bender, somebody bumps your car, you come back and there's a dent in your car, you don't know what happened. 
check with these guys first before you go get an estimate from a body shop because you might be surprised, A, what they can do, and B, how little it costs compared to traditional paint and body work. So definitely check out that episode. It was number 10 this year, uh, June 30th, 2023. Okay, number nine. This is our first vehicle, first car, and it's a BMW 323CI, an affordable E46 coupe for BMW 3 Series fans. I'm a big fan of the E46 BMW 3 Series cars, whether it's a sedan or it's a coupe or a convertible or my personal favorite, which is the E46 wagon. I was inspired to do this particular episode because I found a local 323CI and this is a one-year-only car. It's made in uh, model year 2000. The next year it became a 325. The car was basically the same, but the engine changed a little bit. It had a little bit more horsepower. But for some reason, I think the 323CI are a little bit less expensive. I don't know why. Every time I seem to find one that's in good condition, it seems a little underpriced for the market. So I would focus your attention on that if you want an E46 uh, series BMW. Uh, It's definitely worth a look. And this particular one had a five-speed manual, had the sport package. It was a great car. And it was very inexpensive. It was $79.95. It was from a dealer. And it sat there for the longest time. It was for sale for months and months and months. So I thought, you know what? It's time to do an episode on that. Again, check that out. It was the number nine most popular episode. Uh, It was from June 16th, 2023, here on Better Than New. Okay, number eight. The versatile Honda Element. It's still hip to be square. And you know what? It is. The Honda Element, it's a box on wheels. It had two swing out doors and it had two suicide doors in the back that could open up and you could fold the seats up and out of the way. And you have just a ton of storage space. It's perfect for people with kids, people with gear to haul. You know, I see a lot of these down at the Oregon and Washington coast where people have their surfboards inside and then they'll put a, like a mattress in the back, air mattress, and they'll camp next to the beach and go surfing. It's perfect for that. It's great for pets too. There was even one model that did had a uh, ramp for your dog to get into the back. I don't think it really needs a ramp unless your dog's tiny or old, but yeah, just a great car. So definitely check that out. Many of those cars came with a manual transmission, and I kind of recommend the manual to get the most out of the four-cylinder engine. It's not a big motor, um, and it's moving around a you know a square car that's not real aerodynamic. But if you do have to get an automatic and you don't want to drive a manual, then get a 2007 or later. They went to a five-speed automatic from a four-speed, and that's just going to make better use of the power. So I recommend doing that. Anyway... Coming in at number eight was the versatile Honda Element. It's hip to be square. That was June 23rd of 2023. If you didn't hear that episode, go back and check it out. All right, number seven, lucky number seven. So this is one of three from a four-part series I did called The Little Weirdos. And these were small, boxy 4x4s. Um, Most of them were four-cylinder. Little kind of like fun machines, if you will, that I did a series on, which included the the Dodge Raider, the Geo Tracker, and its sibling, the Suzuki Sidekick, uh, the Suzuki Samurai, and the Daihatsu Rocky. 
don't know if you remember the Rocky, but uh, yeah, fun little car from yesteryear that you might want to check out. Four-part series, and this first one, at number seven, is the Dodge Raider, also known as the Mitsubishi Montero, and also known in Japan as the Mitsubishi Pajero. So, great little 4x4, very rugged, body on frame, great off-road. They made a lot of these in four-cylinder, but this of the four that I talked about in this series, this was the only vehicle that was available with a six-cylinder engine. They're hard to find. They're not common, but if you do find one in good condition, and this is going to be like, you know, you run across a neighbor who goes, hey, I've got this old 4x4 that I've had for years, and I, you know, we don't use it anymore. Would you like to have it? I want $3,000 for it, and it's in perfect condition. You're, you're going to want to snap that up because these things are formidable off-road. I mean, it's a Jeep, basically. It's most likely going to have a manual transmission, although an automatic was available. It's going to have a two-speed transfer case for the four-wheel drive system. So you'll have two-wheel drive high, four-wheel drive high, and four-wheel drive low. So you have a low range. Uh, they can go anywhere. And of those four vehicles, it's probably my favorite just because it is available with a six-cylinder. I would have to have the six if it was me, if I was going to buy it. The four is fine. There are some issues with the head gaskets on those, but if you find one in good condition, just make sure you have a pre-purchase inspection. They're hard to find, but they are great vehicles for off-road. So, number seven, the Dodge Raider and Mitsubishi Montero. That was from July 28th, 2023, and that was part of the four-part Little Weirdos 4x4 Edition series. Okay, coming in at number six is the 1992 through 2000 Lexus SC400 Coupe. The ultimate escape pod is what I called it. And this was from August 18th of 2023. This particular car is probably one of my definitely top five, maybe top three from 2023. And it's just one of my favorite coupes ever built. It had very unique styling. It had really great aerodynamics for that time. Keep in mind, it was designed in the late 80s, early 90s, when they were just starting to use computer-aided design, or CAD. So it was kind of designed both, I think, in CAD and in clay. And they did a really amazing job with this thing. I go into detail about how the design team for this car came up with the shape of the vehicle. In reality, it's a shape that has worn well over time. It looks great today. It's different than modern cars. It's not a bunch of angles. It's very curvy. It's very, oh, it's like a, a balloon filled with water kind of stretched out. They're just cool. So if you're not sure what they are, look it up, SC400. They're also available in a six-cylinder, the SC300. And the SC300 was also available with a manual transmission. There weren't many made. Most were automatics, just like the SC400 Coupe. Unfortunately, you couldn't get a manual in the SC400 Coupe, but it doesn't really matter because it's like a sport touring coupe, I guess you might want to call it. But it's the kind of vehicle you jump in and then you go off on a three, 400, 500 mile drive. And when you get to the other end of that drive, you feel great. You're not all beat up. You know, try to do that in the Miata. It's not going to work. I've done it. <laughs> I know. So I would much rather have something like an SC400 Coupe. And keep in mind that even though this was a car from 1992 to 2000, the noise, vibration, and harshness levels in this car were excellent for their time and really excellent kind of even today in some ways. 
you know, Lexus made some really great cars back in the day, and they were so much better than the competition that they're still great today. I could recommend this as a daily driver, and I do in the podcast. A um, couple of things to keep in mind. These started out with 250 horsepower, and that ran from 92 through 95. In 96, it got a 10 horsepower bump, and that held over to 97. And then the 1998 through 2000s, got variable valve timing, and that bumped the horsepower up to 290. And the other thing that was great about 98 through 2000 cars is that you got an extra gear in the transmission. It went from a four-speed automatic to a five-speed. Now, I'm not so concerned about the horsepower, personally. I would prefer to have the five-speed, so I think I would look for a 98 through 2000 coupe if it were me, but those tend to be more expensive, so keep that in mind. But they also tend to be the ones that have the least amount of miles. You can pick them up still for a reasonable price, probably 12000 to 15000 for a 98 through 2000 model. So keep your eyes open. And that's for really, you know, for something well under 100,000 miles, maybe 70,000 miles or 60,000 miles on the odometer. So, you know, keep your eyes out. A lot of people out there who had them as a you know, they were their primary car, and then they became a weekend car, and then they became like a third car, and they didn't drive it much. And they kept it, since it was brand new, for, you know, 25, 26, 27 years. And then now they're trying to sell it. Hey, you might get yourself a really great deal. So definitely take a close look at the SC400 Coupe. Again, that episode was from August 18th, 2023, and it is number six on our list. And coming in at number five is another one of the little weirdos 4x4s. This is the Geo Tracker. It was also sold as a Suzuki Sidekick. So if you look for a Suzuki Sidekick or a Geo Tracker, you're really kind of getting the same thing. Now, the one that I talked about was the two-door convertible version. There is a hardtop version in a two-door, and there's actually a four-door version. Now, I think you really want to have the, um, this is kind of fun in the sun, go to the beach, kind of a little four-wheel drive thing. So GeoTracker, Suzuki Sidekick, uh, small four-cylinder. I would get one with a manual transmission. I would not get the automatic. Uh, they don't make a ton of horsepower. I mean, you could get the automatic if you had to, if you don't mind going really slow, but you'll make the most of the power with the manual if you can drive a manual. So I definitely recommend that. And I definitely recommend this series. Uh, and this particular episode was from July 7th of 2023. So check that out. number four is some spicy Italian. It's the spicy Italian that your body needs daily. It's the Fiat 500 Abarth. Now, if you're not familiar with this car, the Fiat 500 is sort of, oh, I would say, Fiat's answer to the Mini Cooper S, or maybe more appropriately from back in the early days of the Fiat 500, the Volkswagen Beetle. So Fiat's car for the people, if you will. But this is the modern remake of that early, you know, classic Fiat 500. And this is the Abarth version, which is turbocharged and makes 160 horsepower. It's a small four-cylinder. It's 1.4 liter, but it handles great, makes a great sound. In the episode, I talk about how it sounds like a quarter of a Ferrari. You know, in some ways, it maybe sounds like a whole Ferrari off in the distance. But <laughs> it's a great car. They're fun to drive. Some people talk about the reliability not being as great as it should be. 
But hey, you know, it's Italian. What are you going to do? Eh? Come on. Life is short, man. Take it for a drive. Go have some fun. Pick one up, drive it for a year, move it along. Just have some fun in 2024. And by the way, this episode was from February 17th of 2023, and it's number four on our list. Okay, so we're now down to the top three episodes based on downloads from 2023. It's the cars, that trucks, that SUVs that you love, that you wanted to listen to, that you the episodes you wanted to engage in the most. And the first one, number three, is from July 21st, 2023. And it's part of that Little Weirdos 4x4 series I've been telling you about. It is the Suzuki Samurai. That was the number one episode of those four. And this was uh, part three of the Little Weirdos series. Um, the Suzuki Samurai is a classic. I mean, it's if you look at it and look closely, you're going to go, you know what, that's like a micro Jeep. And that's really what it is kind of their answer to the um, the classic, I don't want to say Jeep Wrangler, because the name Wrangler came later, but the original Jeep was, you know, World War II back in the day, right? This is, you know, Suzuki's sort of answer to that in a smaller, like, seven-eighths or three-quarter size with a small four-cylinder motor. These things don't make a lot of horsepower. And in some ways, they don't make a lot of sense, but in some ways, they make perfect sense. Because this is a, you know, throw the top down. It's got a retractable hardtop. Uh, you could get a aftermarket hardtop for it. And I think you can still get them today. There's companies that make these. So if you buy one with a soft top and you want to put a hardtop on it, you can find them. It's probably going to cost you $2,000 or $3,000, but you can find them. They're out there. But I would say this is just a fun machine. This is a weekend car that you can just go off and have a fun little adventure. It's not huge, so really kind of a two-person car. Yes, there is a bench seat in the back, and no, not all of them have the bench seat because either something didn't come with it or, you know, they took the seat out and left room for gear or whatever. But you can squeeze four people into it if you need to. It's got a little roll bar. It's just, you know, they're fun. I think of it as Suzuki's answer to the Subaru Brat, although it really wasn't the answer to the Brat. It was just Suzuki's answer to the, the Jeep, I guess. But they're fun vehicles. Interestingly, they still make a version of it today um, in other markets called the Jimny. You can't import them here. They'd have to be at least 25 years old. But, hey, what's to import? You've got the Suzuki Samurai. You just have to go back and find them. Now, I did talk about in this series how they kind of got the short end of the stick from Consumer Reports. Back in the day, they were kind of, oh... I would say, you know, the public was told that these were easy to roll over. Well, yeah, they're easy to roll over, like a lot of four-wheel drive vehicles with a short wheelbase. But it turns out, in the end, maybe they weren't so easy to roll over compared to everything else. They just kind of got some bad press. So we talk about that in that particular episode. Anyway, it was from July 21st, 2023. I think you should check it out. In fact, check out that entire Little Weirdo series. It was very popular. And those are very popular, fun-to-drive vehicles and aren't really expensive. So if you're looking for a fun four-wheel drive vehicle for your summer coming up in 2024, definitely check that out. Okay, coming in at number two is one of my favorites 
this particular car, it's a sports car, and it would be perfect for your summer of 2024. And, you know, you have to ask yourself, I don't know how old you are, but how many summers do you have left? Now, if you're 20, you, you know, maybe you have 60 or 70 left or more. If you're 50, I don't know, right? Maybe you have 60 or 70 left. <laughs> maybe not. You might not have that many as a driver, right? So I always ask myself that question when it comes to convertibles. How many summers do I really have left to enjoy this? Well, I own a convertible and I drive with the top down all the time. As long as it's not raining, like pouring down rain, I have the top down because I got a convertible. Why wouldn't you put the top down? Come on. Anyway, this is a short-lived but wonderful sports car. And maybe not what you're thinking in terms of, like, you might think, oh, I forgot about that. Well, don't, because it's great. This is the 2007 through 2010 Saturn Sky Redline. It's an amazing sports car bargain that's just not really on people's radar because Saturn doesn't exist anymore as a brand. And certainly the Sky or the Sky Redline doesn't exist either. Now, they made the Saturn Sky, which was a non-turbo model. And they made the Saturn Sky Redline, which was the higher performance turbocharged model. There was also a Pontiac version of this vehicle. Didn't quite look the same. It's the Pontiac Solstice. That was their four-cylinder non-turbo version of their sports car. And they also had the Pontiac GXP, which was the turbocharged version. I think the Sky Redline looks a little bit better, but you know what? They're both cool. So either way you go, you, you wouldn't be disappointed. Um, I did this as an interview of a friend of mine, Lauren, who has a, I think he has a 2007, 2008. He has a really nice red one. I've driven it a couple of times. It's a great car. This is a guy who also races old Austin Healey Sprites in the vintage class here in the Pacific Northwest. So he's real active on the racing circuit. Really kind of gotten into it in the last couple of years. Anyway, we have a nice conversation about the car, and he talks about some of the modifications he made to his car and what kind of horsepower it makes. And it makes a lot. It was like, ugh, I want to say 340 or 360 horsepower. It's quick. It's a quick little car with the turbo. You can turn the boost up and make a few changes. And there were some factory modifications that got that kind of horsepower out of the car. So uh, definitely check that out if you're interested in a sports car that's still a kind of a very amazing bargain uh, considering how much power they can make and how good they look and how much fun they are to drive. Uh, that was from April 14th, 2023. And it's the number two episode from 2023. So definitely check it out. Okay, so here we are, number one, the number one episode from 2023. What is it? Well, the funny thing is, this episode is actually from 2022. Yeah, it first aired in November of 2022, yet it continues to be the most popular episode in 2023. Now you might be thinking, really? How, how does that work? Well, y'all liked it so much, you just kept downloading it. But... What I really think you like is the vehicle itself. And it's an American icon. It's been around since World War II. Yes, it's that Swiss Army knife of four-wheel drive vehicles. It's the Jeep Wrangler. In this case, it's the Jeep Wrangler TJ series, available from 1997 through 2006. And in this episode, I basically said, this should be at the top of your 4x4 bucket list. 
Now, if you haven't heard this episode and you've always thought, you know, I wouldn't mind having a Jeep Wrangler sometime, definitely check it out because this is kind of, you could get a newer Jeep, right? You could get an older Jeep that's more classic, you know, one of the CJ series Jeeps. But this particular one is kind of a a nice combination. Uh, I think of it as sort of the Goldilocks zone. It's classic Jeep, but it has more modern suspension and some more modern amenities. Now it's still a Jeep, right? It's got a, you can throw the top back, wind in your hair, lots of noise and stuff as you're going down a gravel road. So you're going to get all that, right? But if you have one with a hard top and you roll the windows up, if you don't have the half doors and you go off and, you know, drive it to work, you can get it with an automatic You can have a vehicle that you can use all week long to commute, to do your life stuff. And then on the weekends, you can take the top off and go into the backcountry and have some fun. It really is sort of a do-it-all vehicle. And again, the TJ series was a nice mix between old and new. It's got that classic Jeep look with the round headlights. It's got a coil suspension. So it's, they did away with the leaf springs on this particular year. It's just a great, great vehicle. It probably... For many people, this is peak Jeep, so keep that in mind. But if you haven't heard this episode, it's definitely worth checking out. Obviously, everybody else seems to think so, those who have heard it. And that was from November 25th of 2022. But it is our number one episode from 2023 here on the Better Than New podcast. So definitely check that out along with the other top 10. In fact, go back and listen to any one of the episodes that we've had in the last year. These things are evergreen. I mean, the, the cars don't change. The prices I talk about might change a little bit, but if anything, the prices are, I would say, flat or maybe even down a little bit for 2024. But I don't think the prices have changed that much, frankly, in the last 12 months. So keep that in mind, but go listen to some of those old episodes. If you find a vehicle you like, uh, you might want to check that out. And be sure to join me next week where I preview some of the vehicles that I plan to cover in 2024. Uh, This includes some vehicles I was going to cover in 2023 and didn't get to. So we'll talk about those. So be sure to join me for that. And if you like what you heard today, please subscribe and follow this podcast so I can keep bringing you reviews of cool used cars, trucks, and SUVs available at a price you love, along with information on do-it-yourself projects and other things to help you get the most out of the car that you already have. And with that, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Gary Crenshaw. This is Better Than New, and I'm really glad you came along for the ride.